Friday, January 6, 2006. This is the Radio Zoom Podcast. Vancouver, British Columbia. This is the Radio Zoom Podcast coming to you on this January, and it's actually kind of mild for January here. Well, I don't know if it's actually mild for here, but it's mild for me. Uh, it's uh, 50 degrees outside. That's on the Fahrenheit. Um, and it was nice running out uh, <clears throat> out running this morning. Shorts and a long sleeve shirt, but no stocking cap. Notice I didn't say toque. Stocking cap. So, uh, yeah, uh, radiozoom at gmail.com is the email address if you want to send me your comments and your questions. And also, too, uh, you can leave me audio comments, 206-222-1954. And that's a U.S. telephone number, so if you want to call and leave me a little voicemail, that automatically gets emailed directly to me. And also, my frapper. I want to say thanks to those of you who have been signing my frapper. I'm up to 17 people on the list and uh, you know just kind of go back some of the people that have been signing this you know I figure if you are uh, taking the time to sign the frapper I should mention your names uh, Greg over in Amherst Nova, Nova, Nova Scotia that's all very cool that's uh, in this country of Canada but Nova Scotia that's on the other side of the country uh, let's see Lost Airmen that's actually Tony uh, over at uh, what is that uh, the Roadhouse podcast um, back in Iowa City, Vate over there in Barcelona, Spain. Mark Cannon in England. Brian, he's the latest one, the new one. In Indianapolis, Indiana. Thank you so much for signing my Frapper. Uh, Frapper.com slash RadioZoom podcast is the website. You can also go to the website for this podcast where you see the show notes. But you can also click a link to go directly to the Frapper site. And you know what? If you go to today's show notes, you can also get the links to all the music artists that I play, such as this one. And you know, I should have played this song as kind of a new, kind of an intro to 2006. It's a good New Year song, but it's called Career Day. It's a format right here on Radio Zoom. Come 
Career Day off of their album Interventions and Lullabies. You can find out more about the format, theformat.com. And that song was played with their permission, which I have to say that I am greatly 
thankful that they uh, get, granted me permission to expose them to the world so that way you can find out about them, go to their website, buy their t-shirts, buy their records, records, CDs, I, I like to call them records, you know, old school, old school, back in the day, and, um, but then also check them out uh, whenever they're in your neighborhood, go to their show, that's kind of like the way to help support a band, because not only are you supporting their music, but you're also paying for their food, paying for their hotel room, if they make enough room, money for the hotel room, or at least pay for their gas for their tour van, so you see what I'm saying? That's what you gotta do. Support the bands, find out about them, and, uh, you know, get out there and uh, be a, a music supporter. And that sounded horrible. But let's go on. I wanted to take a moment and uh, just discuss a little bit about, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to geek out about podcasting just a little bit because it's something that I really like to do and I enjoy and I kind of find it to be near and dear to my heart because it's kind of um, what's kind of transpired into what uh, started when I was 12 years old is my, my love for radio. And I, I did college radio for my, my, you know, during the duration of my college years, but then actually got to doing radio um, as a kind of a full-time gig as a broadcast engineer. So I was working behind the scenes. I wasn't doing anything on the air, but I was, you know, keeping the ship floating and keeping it running. Because, you know, when producers are doing well, they, they, they forget all about you. But when they need you the most, you know, to fix something or to make something work, well, you save the day and then, but, you know, you don't get the public recognition and stuff like that. But that's, but that's what I enjoyed, is I enjoyed the nitty-grittiness of it and, and getting my hands dirty and, uh, you know, I'm working with all that technology, which led me to what I'm doing now is, uh, you know, my backgrounds in, in computers and stuff. So it just kind of meshed into what podcasting is, and I, I really have found this, this really great uh, outlet and, and uh, tool to uh, keep, you know, going with uh, my, my hobbies and my interests, but then also, you know, kind of a career. Uh, not necessarily podcasting being a career, but, you know, it keeps keeps the chops up, keeps it going. So I keep looking at uh, the other different podcasts that are out there, and I, some people have beat, beaten me to this uh, this discussion, but I wanted to kind of raise on, on, on in my forum, uh, which is my podcast, about... Um, <clears throat> the other different types of podcasts that are out there, specifically by major media outlets, and you have a lot of companies out there that are <clears throat> kind of taking a, a moment to, um, you know, kind of stop, look around, and kind of go, wait a second, this podcasting thing is really huge. You know, we're we're a major corporation like ABC or Fox or or ESPN or somebody, you know, along those lines. You know, we have to, you know, be there and and and, and be a part of this. And so what are they doing is that they're just taking their television content, their radio content, slapping it in MP3 form, and sending it out the pipe, and calling that to be, you know, original podcasting content. And it's not. It's just rehashed, and it's, it's repackaged, and it's, it's sent down for what you're doing. And there's some of the stuff that I subscribe to that I really enjoy. Um, <clears throat> I... I do like to the like the NPR news summaries. I do enjoy listening to those. The C, the CNN news summaries, or the you know the news updates, the hourly news updates. I like those because, you know, I can get my information from the web, or I can turn on the TV and get them the same information. But 
when I get up in the morning and I go running, say I'm running through Stanley Park, I'll load up my, my iPod and I'll, I'll set up a, a specific playlist that goes through and just plays those things as I go out running. And it's just kind of nice because you, you feel a little more informed and then maybe it's just um, maybe it's news that you already knew about, but maybe there's a, 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 a morsel of something that you didn't know. It just kind of adds to your information gathering and, and it's, it's nice to have. But there's other stuff out there that I just I don't get. Like there's other NPR um, podcasts out there that are just like uh, what is it the the What Do You Know podcast, which is just like the uh, the news headlines um, that uh, Michael Feldman does on his program. If you've ever listened to What Do You Know, it's a really funny radio program. But all it is is just him kind of making fun of the headlines, kind of doing like a Johnny Carson or a or Jay Leno type thing. Um, or like a monologue type, you see what I'm kind of saying. Um, it's just rehashed, repackaged, and sent down, the, sent out the tubes, and you know they're calling that original podcasting content. Call it, you know, saying, "Oh, look, we're podcasting too." Now, what really upsets me is the Fox Cast. Um, now, this is done by you know the Fox corporate, you know Fox, Fox Networks, and there's the Family Guy podcast, and there's the Simpsons podcast. And everyone's like, ooh, and I got suckered into this too. When I first saw the Family Guy Fox cast, I thought that that was, you know, oh boy, you know, this might be something kind of entertaining and funny. But it's not. All it is is one guy just sitting there going, on Family Guy last night, Peter did this, and Brian did this, while Stewie was trying to kill his mother again. That was, well, hopefully you've seen Family Guy know what I'm talking about, because I'm, I'm a big fan and I enjoy Family Guy, hence why I was excited to see it. But what was it? It's just some guy talking about what went on in the program. And it's crap. It is total crap. Uh, and there's, there's a Simpsons podcast that's the exact same way. How can you do that about an animated series in the first place? I mean, I can understand this, like, if this is something about Lost or whatever, but, you know, if you try to flat out explain what happened on an animated series it just doesn't seem to work in my head it just uh, I, I still understand how that that can actually work so you know and I this kind of had me thinking back to when podcasting first started back in October of 2004 and I can think of the, the day that I found out about it was October 9th because that's when I first started my podcast I started podcasting and I started to tell my chief engineer about it and then I went ahead and told more of the people at the station about it and tried to educate them to teach them what the you know what what this is and it was like this is going to be huge you know this is going to be really a, a great tool and I kept kind of trying to push it and we actually tried to do some other stuff um with a certain program on my um uh in, in at the station and it was re uh, received pretty well because it was just kind of seeping out there, and people liked it. It was the Weekend Iowa podcast, basically, because they had a program called Weekend Iowa, and we only probably published about nine or ten different things until management decided that they were scared about licensing and different things like that. And so I had to, you know, of course, you know, stop. And the producer was upset, and she, you know, she was forced to shut it down. I was forced to shut down everything. But nobody else was really interested in doing it because they're just like, well, we don't have any material or content that anyone's going to want to listen to, you know. And you've got these major corporations that are worldwide broadcasting their stuff everywhere, and all we were was this, you know, uh, five thousand watt AM station, and we had a hundred thousand watt FM station with original programming that was only, you know, being sent out across Eastern Iowa. And I saw that, you know, 
this podcasting thing would be able to gather more listeners around the world, and that's what we were getting. We were getting people just in the tiny little bit of podcasting that we were actually doing. People were picking it up and loving what we had because it was content that was – it wasn't necessarily specific to Iowa or eastern Iowa or you know to the community, the local community. Well, some of it was, but it was interesting because it was something that you hadn't heard before, and it was original content that had been pr- uh, produced at our radio station. And yet since they didn't either understand it or feel like doing all the work to make it all possible – or just feel that they could do something that would be good enough as a podcast, it went by the wayside. And that was really disheartening to me. And I realized that by saying this, I might be stepping on some toes, but, you know, this is just, um, I mean, I don't work there anymore. And it was really sad to me, and it was really a kick to the gut because nobody wanted to do it because they just wanted to focus on what they were doing and, and the, tra- the traditional sense. And with times that are changing, I just don't quite understand how you can just kind of sit on what you just, you've just you been doing for the past 10 to 20 years, however long that people were there. New technology was just kind of, eh, whatever. You know, they see the iPod as being their demise, but they don't want to actually work with it. Or, well, you know, portable media. I don't want to just necessarily say the iPod because... Who knows how you're listening to this uh, this podcast, if it's on your iPod, on your computer, on your whatever else is out there that I just don't pay attention to. Um, actually, I, I do pay attention, just on the top of my head, I just don't know what they're, uh, like the Creative Zens and stuff like that, uh, the other different MP3, portable MP3 players. So, Just something to kind of get out there, something I want to kind of discuss a little bit, and maybe I can get some feedback on it. If you've got some feedback that you want to... Uh, give me, and we can start a discussion about it, radiozoom at gmail.com. And um, you can also leave me the, the feedback. Uh, you can go to the the, the website and uh, get all the different avenues of feedback that you want to. You can do it right there. Ah, let's go ahead and play something a little more punk rock, shall we? Here's some MXPX on radiozoom. Said that lots of damn was where I'd spend my days Cause I just couldn't settle down My life was such a craze They always say that lots of damn Would finally get to me But lots of is the only way That I truly felt free Yeah Lots of damn is crowded And everyone's the same Freshness starts and broken hearts where no one knows your name The loads of town is crowded, I'm on first in line With fresh new starts for broken hearts and wasting all my time well, Loads of town is good, it's good, it should have got it bad Like walking around the big dance floor for the day you wish you Send it lots of time to finally get to me
The lords of town is crowded I'm always first in line With fresh new starts for broken hearts And wasting all my time You're either born to lose Or you're born to win That's just what I found But I've come to accept the fact I've come to accept the fact That's right, I've come to accept the fact That I was born in lots of town Wait for it. MXPX on the Radio Zoom podcast. Uh, you can find out more about them at mxpx.com. Yes, I like mxpx, and when I saw that uh, they you could get them off of the Pod, uh, Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com, I had to play them because I just I I you know even though there's all this talk about you know oh they're Christian punk rock or oh, whatever I don't care as long as it's good music I like to listen to it and it's pretty darn um I just yeah I, I gotta like it I don't know why. Um, and as far as I know, I think that they're actually on tour right now. That doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right at all, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but if I look on their, looking on their website, mxpx.com, and you can find out all you want to know about them. Uh, if you've never heard of them before, I'd be very surprised, unless you're like a new to the, uh, the music scene. Uh, they've been around for quite a few years, so check that out. SoCalPunk. All there, right there for you. Now, I swear I'll try to make this brief, but check this out. You know, I just get so kind of crazy and... uh carried away with these little bumpers that I like to make but you know, I spent two years, like I said in college radio as a production director at a college radio station so I love to just kind of manipulate and play with sound so this is now the bumper for when we're going to discuss hockey Yes, and I just wanted to mention just a little quickly, really quickly just a little bit about the World Junior Hockey Championship which happened yesterday Um, the uh, Canadians took on uh, Russia and oh my gosh, it was just one of the best hockey games that I've ever seen. Just you know, it just from the get go, it was just wham, bam, and it was just nonstop action. And uh, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, hockey's such a violent sport," but it's it's not that it, you know there's a violent aspect of it. It was just you know, 110 percent the entire time. And uh, but the, the Canadians ended up winning, so there's no you know, it should have been five to one. But it ended up being five to nothing. Russia got kind of uh, hosed out of a, a goal. It didn't really make any difference in the long run because if they would have, if Canada would have won by one goal, that would have been some major controversy. Because it, you know, on the replay, it was obviously a goal. The refs just didn't see it. And by the time that they get a, uh, could get around to doing any replay, they had already dropped the puck and played resume, so they could not go and do a re, uh, you know instant replay and see if that they uh, scored the goal or not and count the goal because if it would have showed that in replay you know it would have counted so it would have counted for a goal but uh, it just didn't work out for the Russians and the other thing the, the Russian goalie whose name completely escapes me but he just totally went to a meltdown he was just slashing people with his stick he was throwing you know um, you know when a player opposing player like dropped you know, lost his stick and it was sitting on the ice and he picked it up and chucked it about halfway up the ice. I mean, he was just 
going into meltdown. And uh, it was just a, it was amazing. He's a, he's a great player, and of course, you know, um, both of these teams went through the entire tournament uh, without losing any any games in the entire, uh, you know, I think is a week and a half, two week tournament. So that's pretty pretty darn cool uh, for both teams to have that. And um, Pogi, the goalie for uh, Canada, is. He, watch out for this kid if you're a hockey fan. I know there's not many of you out there, but um, hey, Pogi is he's drafted by the Maple Leafs, which really sucks. I'm sorry, not a Maple Maple Leafs fan, but uh, he was just phenomenal to watch. And, you know, he was uh, able to he was just reading shots left and right, and it was just amazing. It's like he just has this sixth sense about him to uh, to know where the puck is. You know, he was dropping down, sticking out his right leg pad, and obviously the shot was coming down right in that area, and he was going to block it, but suddenly one of the Russian uh, defensemen uh, on the shot stuck out his stick and redirected the shot, but he still had the mindset to pull up his left arm and just totally snag the redirect out. So... It was just amazing. I mean, that's a split-second decision. It's a lot harder uh, than you think it is. So that was some very cool hockey last night. And, um, well, bad news for the United States, my home country. But uh, they didn't even get the bronze medal last night, losing, or yesterday. Um, they lost to Finland. Um, and I think Finland shut them out. I'm not entirely sure. I can't recall. But um, second straight year, which uh, the U.S. has failed to, to medal, um, in a in a medal round, I'm not exactly sure about the rest of the the record. So they need more support from uh, the United States citizens, people, you, you need people in the states. You need to support your 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 national teams. Come on. And another good news though was that the Canucks snapped their losing streak, losing skid, non-winning non-winning streak. I guess is what you should be saying. Uh, they beat Chicago uh, in Chicago last night. And uh, I forget the. I think it's three-two was the the win over Chicago. So that was good. Hopefully they can continue because they need to beat Calgary tomorrow night. They have they have a uh, they have not won against any of the Alberta teams, Edmonton or Calgary this entire season. So hopefully tomorrow night they'll be able to win, and uh, and and break that that streak. So or at least break into the. Uh, to at least a, a better record um, against uh, the Alberta teams, which both of Calgary and Edmonton are a force to be reckoned with this year. So that's all I want to mention about hockey. We got the Olympics coming up, but I'll save that for another time. Roll into another song for you, and this is also uh, from the Podsafe Music Network. I picked up on them because they're from Missouri, and that's where a large portion of my family back in the states on my mom's side is from. And so that's why I instant, or, or initially gave them a, uh, a listen, and I instantly liked them. So I want you to check them out. They're called the Polar Bear Project. And, well, that's probably pretty suiting for the way the weather is there right now. So check this out. The song's called Procrastination Way. And this is Rio Zoom. Yeah. 
They're called the Polar Bear Project, and you can find out more about them uh, myspace.com slash the Polar Bear Project. That's the only uh, website that I've been able to track down by them, or yes, of theirs. Uh, the name of that song was called, of course, Procrastination Way, coming to you thanks to the Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. And while I was during that song, I got um, the, the last remnants of my coffee, and it's a little lukewarm, but it's not too bad. But I uh, need a little coffee to get going this morning. going to be heading out to uh, have some birthday c- celebrations with uh, Rebecca's family. Her birthday is on Monday, January 9th. She'll be 26. And uh, I'm 27, so she's you know worried about going over that 25-year-old hump. And um, yeah, I know there's other people out there that's like, 25, whatever. No big deal. Like my brother, brothers that are old. Um... Notice I always make fun of my brothers, never make fun of my sister. I'm better to keep that way. Um, but we'll be heading out this afternoon uh, with her family. Her cousin's birthday was yesterday, so it'll be kind of a co-birthday celebration uh, that's going to be going on. So, And then this Sunday, to kind of well, tomorrow we're going to go bowling and do some other fun birthday things. And then also on Sunday is when we have that Vancouver Giants game. So that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be lots of fun. And uh, we've been chatting back and forth here uh, on uh, MSN because while she's at work, I'll chat with her. And one thing I was trying to figure out is why does MSN suck so much on on Apple, on on the Apple OS, on Mac OS? Because I'll just be sending her message after message, and it will say, your message could not be delivered. Your message could not be delivered. Or she just won't get them. I don't know what the deal is, but then she claims that I'm ignoring her and sucks. I hate MSN. Let's do some email. Electronic mail. Okay. Um, I've got uh, not very much in terms of email, but I wanted to go ahead and mention it really quickly. Um, I got uh, some feedback on the last episode where I was talking about alcohol, beer, and uh, vape. <laughs> He, uh, like I've been mentioning, he um, uh, wrote in and left a comment on the on the show notes itself. Said, uh, "Try some Mexican beer, Corona, Sol, Negro Modelo, Indio, etc." Now, uh, I, I some of those I have not tr- tried, and obviously with my Mexican heritage, I should be trying more of these. But uh, the only two that I can really say that I've that I really know that I've tried. Uh, was Corona, of course, um, and then of course uh, Dos Equis, uh, which are both really good beers. Now the Corona I can do with or without the lime, but I, you know, it's definitely more enjoyable with the lime, um, and it, it really is a, a, a really good beer. I, I will have to admit, but there's this. Well, well I'm trying to make the story as short as I can. When I was 17. When I went on the uh, the, tr- the Spanish class trip down to Mexico, uh, there's a day where you could either spend it on the beach or you could go. We were in Puerto Vallarta. It was part of. We went from Mexico uh, to Mexico City. Spent a few days in Mexico City. Also went to uh, Teotihuacan and uh, saw the pyramids. But then also uh, went out. Uh, went from Mexico City to Puerto Vallarta and hung out on the beach and did you know fun beach type stuff. But we spent a day where we got to go. Uh, or you could do the beach or you could and go shopping or you could go do this ferry cruise over to this island hike up this path and go to this really cool waterfall and only five of us decided to do it so there were five of these you know uh everybody was basically under the age of 17 i do believe on this it was 15 to or 16 to 17 year old yeah 16 maybe a 15 year old as well 
and uh, we went to this on this ferry around to this other I, may, I don't know if it's a beach or an island I can't remember exactly but a bunch of little high schoolers with our chaperone and it was spring break time and so there's this boat was populated with college students drinking cheap Corona and they were just drunk on a boat now that's and, and drinking lots of Corona combine the two and you've got people um, well they were relieving themselves over the side of the boat and then also they were throwing up over the side of the boat so there was that going on and we we're just kind of you know these little innocent high school kids from uh, from Iowa going oh look at this this is fun uh, and they're just sitting there you know getting trashed and listening uh, the Macarena well, hadn't broken into the United States but that's where I first heard it so that's a you know I'm kind of conditioning a bad memory here uh, so Along this cruise, we got to stop and do some snorkeling, and when we stopped, um, you know, everyone was still throwing up over the side of the boat and whatnot, and so what happened is uh, I got my life jacket on, got my goggles on, got my snorkel, and, you know, got my fins, and we went to go jump off the side, and there's just you know, a mess of people out in the water, some of them obviously too drunk to, shouldn't be out there snorkeling in the first place, but when I jumped in, I, I, you know, you, you jump in, you got the snorkel in, and so my first intuition when I hit that water was just to take a breath of air to make sure my snorkel was working and see what was down underneath the water, and it was full of seawater, the same seawater that people had been puking up Corona into, and I took it in and I swallowed it, and luckily I'm still here today to tell you this story, but. Um, that was my first experience with Corona. Never drank it, but seeing all these people drinking Corona, puking it over the side of the boat, and then me jumping into the water, <sighs> I can't really say that I love Corona that much, but uh, it is a good beer. It is a good beer. But definitely, Bait, thank you for the suggestions. Uh, they're much appreciated, and I'm always loving to have feedback because it reminded me of that story. And um, ah, Mexico, I want to go back really, really badly. And actually, I want to go back now because I've been actually uh, last night. I told Rebecca, you know, it's like, you know what I've been really missing lately, and you know, she was afraid of what I was going to say because you know, here I am in Vancouver, far from Iowa, far from my roots, far from home. But I was just like, summer. I miss summer, and during the depths of winter, I wanted in Iowa. I wanted nothing worse than be be on the beach, but we don't have beaches in Iowa. We have lakes and ponds with some sand up on the sides that kind of is like a beach, but it's not. And now when I go running, I go running past beaches, and it's cold, and you can't go to the beach. So that's what I'm really, really anxious for. Go ahead and wrap this up. I'll play you one last tune here in a little bit, but raisewhom at gmail.com if you want to send me some emails, send me some comments, questions, whatever. Um, you can do that. You can also send me that voicemail. And I have to actually look up the number because I can never remember it. Uh, 206-222-1954. And you can also get that number off the website, audiohearts.net slash radio. Sign my frapper. Love it. Love it to hear where people are listening in from. And uh, I think that wraps it up pretty much. Yeah. So uh, the other interesting thing that I have coming up here soon is the Vancouver Podcaster Meetup, which is actually being put on uh, put together by somebody uh, at the CBC, and that's going to be coming up on January 20th. So I plan on attending that. should be interesting to meet some other people uh, from around 
at least Vancouver that are podcasting or people that are just interested in podcasting. So if you're in the area, um, I'll post a link to that to that meetup and you can get that information and uh, maybe we'll see you there. Play you one last track though uh, off of By Artist Permission and this is going to be off of the Harmacy album. And I've played them before and I've talked about them enough and uh, well, Sebado is the name of the group. And I don't know if there's necessarily a website, but I definitely want to point you at uh, former frontman to Sebado, Lou Barlow. I want to put you, point you to his website, lubicore.com. I'll have the link in the show notes, and uh, you can check out Lou Barlow's solo stuff. But right now, this is uh, Sebado, song Beauty of the Ride. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Ooh, the sun is just popping out of the clouds. Excellent. So, so from Vancouver, British Columbia, we'll check you later and adios. Never did and never will. It's just the way it's always been. I've made mistakes before. I'll make the same again. And all this tension we ignore. Surely works its only way. Product of the AudioHertz.net weblog. Send emails, audio comments, and songs to play on the RadioZoom podcast to RadioZoom at gmail.com. That's RadioZoom, all one word, at gmail.com. Check out the website for more. AudioHertz.net slash radio. Radio.